Welcome to the John Henry Foster Podcast, a podcast discussing the news, the events, and strategies debuting in the automation, robotic, and compressed air industries. This is started by John Henry Foster, an automation, robotic, and compressed air company. Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode one of the John Henry Foster Podcast. My name is Rachel, and I am from the marketing department here at John Henry Foster. Today, for a, our first show, we will be talking about Emerson's ASCO Pneumatics G3 Field Bus. But first, I would like to introduce our guest, James Bierke. So, James Bierke is an automation specialist at John Henry Foster. He has a master's in mathematics and previously taught mathematics for five and a half years at SCC Mankato, Fairbolt, and Inver Hills Community College in Invergrove Heights, Minnesota. He went on to get a mechatronics degree focusing on fluid power, robotics, and automation. James has been at John Henry Foster since May 7th, 2019. 2018. Is there anything I missed? No, I think that's everything. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about Emerson's ASCO Pneumatics G3 Field Bus. And James, will you just talk a little bit about what the product is and how it's used? Okay, so G3 is like a 25-pin sub-D or terminal strip interface, which is a type of communication that allows users to communicate to their Vail bank through a PLC. So it has different options for communication, such as Ethernet IP, DeviceNet, CanOpen, EtherCAT, um, there's others as well, but I mean, those are just a few examples. So why would someone want to use that over another product that's in the industry? So basically, it can save you a lot of time when it comes to wiring up your bell bank. So instead of having each output wired to your PLC, those would all communicate through the field bus. And there's only one cable that would be hooked up to your PLC, such as an Ethernet cable. And all of the IOs or inputs, they would all go to an input module with an M12 connector. So again, no wiring. And again, that goes right through your field bus communication cable to your PLC. So it really saves the setup time and it makes it so you don't have those mistakes when you're doing your setup. So what would you say are the requirements for using the product? So you would need a PLC, Um, so that means you would have to be able to program that PLC or have a PLC that is pre-programmed. And then through the PLC, you could have a control panel or an HMI, a human machine interface, and which are becoming more and more popular because they have an LED screen, which gives real-time feedback. But you would need to have the PLC and a control panel of some sort with, you know, a start-stop button and other functions that might be needed in the process. And are there any industries or applications where this product might not work the best or is it really just you need the control panel? Anywhere where you're going to have a field bank and a lot of different valves, I mean, you're going to have to have a PLC communicating to that. So the choice is going to be, do I use a 25 pin sub D and I wire all of these? Or do I use a G3 field bus and use that communication? Sometimes it's really just uh, cost savings things. And do I have just a couple of valves? You might be much better off just using a 25 pin sub D. But if you're having 
30 or more outputs, inputs, Digi3 is going to save you a lot of time setting that up. Okay. So really, it's you're going to have to balance that. So how much is the field bus for the average industry? Um, so after you buy all your your valves and your bases, I mean, really the difference is going to be between uh, your communication. Now, the G3 nodes can go anywhere from 400 to $1,000, depending on the type of communication that you are using. Um, and then from there, you're going to have your I.O. modules and other things that can add up on the cost. But again, the savings is in your setup time as opposed to the material itself. Then that sounds like you can save a lot with the G3 field bus versus doing everything on its own. Would you say that's true? Um, it depends on how much you are dealing with at a time. I mean, if you have hundreds of wires that each thing needs to be wired individually as opposed to just straight up connected it can save you quite a bit of time it depends on how much you're you know you're paying your man hours there and if you're not paying a whole lot then you got to wonder about the quality of them doing the setup as well okay well thank you james for helping us make this podcast possible mm-hmm. absolutely thank you for your time thank you To become part of the show, you can email solutions at jhfoster.com, that is S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S at J-H-F-O-S-T-E-R dot com. You can expect an episode every second and fourth Monday of the month.